Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's Dina Calmetta and Susan Davis here with Jesus 24-7. And today we're going to continue in our End Times News Report Week in Review for May 28th through June 3rd, 2023. And a lot has happened this week, hasn't it, Susan? You know, it, it's just hard to believe, Dina, that uh, we are seeing only seven days. I mean, uh, about a decade ago when we were starting to do this sort of thing, you wouldn't see this much activity in a month. So this is this is pretty fantastic what's going on. And what we're talking about what is going on is this show is all about covering, you know, a week's worth of news and headlines from all over the world that reflect what's coming from the Bible as God predicted that we would see in the end times. And we're really seeing it. We are in we are in something that the Bible describes as birth pains, you know, labor pains. Like a woman in labor, they're coming closer together and stronger. And it's not letting up, Dina, on any any stretch. It is absolutely uh, phenomenal what we're seeing. So we really need to jump right in and get started. So we're going to, we hope that you stay with us during this hour because we're going to get you caught up with things you're not going to get from local or mainstream news that are connected. You know, we're going to show you how this is all connected to the Bible. And as a Christian, you should really be interested in watching. In fact, we implore you to share these things with your friends and family and let them know what's going on too. Right, Dina, we do all this to because we know people don't have time to yes. do this for themselves. So we're trying to do it for you, right? Yes, yes, exactly. All right, well, we're going to take a look at what's going on around the world. And we've got this volcano down in Mexico. It actually filled the town with ash. It continues to, you know, blow up and, and do this. It's Why do people live near volcanoes? <laughs> you know, I, I know. But, you know, this is what happens. So we also had life-threatening storms and funnel clouds in New Mexico. I, I don't think I've ever heard much about tornadoes in New Mexico. I mean, I'm in the world of new, of tornadoes in Indiana, but I, I'm used to that kind of thing. But New Mexico, that's kind of different, right? Yes. I haven't heard it. Maybe one of our listeners has, but... Um... This is something new for me. Yeah, and you know, you know, we're kind of turning into wacky world because we use we called them northern lights, right? Because mm-hmm. they were, you know, the beautiful northern lights, the aurora borealis lights and things like that. You could only literally see them if you went to the northernmost part of Wisconsin, Michigan and up in Canada, but According to experts, we're seeing them in all much lower states, even Alabama. Places like this are seeing them. This is just completely off the spectrum of normality, Dina. Yes, it is. And so, you know, like I said, this idea that there are tornadoes in New Mexico, this is, okay, I think God is, he's putting out the billboards, hey, (laughs) please turn to your Bible and pay attention, right? It's, Mm -hmm. but, well, let's. Keep going. We've got so much. Here's an interesting. The Hunga Tonga Hayapi volcano erupted, created unprecedented ionospheric disturbances. And that's another thing I want to mention. The things going on around the world, oh, we get, oh, this hasn't happened in centuries. This hasn't happened for 100 years. We've never seen anything like this before. So 
that right there is a sign in itself. All these things going on, right? Yes. I mean, like we've had floods so bad in Saudi Arabia that they're, you know, they're floating over there. Venice, they're completely dried up. The canals are dried up. I mean, this is, this right here should be a sign that, you know, things are going on. All right. Well, here is something really new and different. It's not unusual that whales attack boats. That's not unusual. But they're having a lot of activity over near Portugal and Spain. And they say it's unprecedented and they don't understand it. There are, they call them killer whales or orcas. And they're sinking boats intentionally around, in and around Portugal and Spain. They've wrecked boats. They've, you know, damaged boats and caused boats to sink. There's been quite a number of them. You know, this is of great concern for people over there. And, you know, they talk about a situation. One guy was out there in a sailboat. Now, it was a pretty good-sized sailboat, not a small one. He said his boat was about 15 tons, so, you know, it wasn't small. But he said all of a sudden they saw, you know, about 20 orcas coming their way, tore up their rudder, and really started pounding their boat, like repeatedly slamming the boats. Now, the experts say, and the guys that are out there, the sailors that are out there, they say that although these orcas are attacking them, it's, you know, it's not like they're in a revenge mode. Because he said, honestly, if there was something worse going on, he said, we wouldn't even be living to talk about it. Those orcas could kill them if they really wanted to. Mm -hmm. But they don't. But they are tearing up boats, and there's something really weird about it. Like, something's really going on. From 2020 to 2023, there were at least 500 reports of orcas attacking boats off of the Atlantic coast in that same area I mentioned. So, definitely, a lot of strange and bizarre animal behavior. We've reported on that on multiple shows, and this is just another example of that. China, Russia to accelerate grain corridor project to reduce reliance on Western imports. Okay, see, they're gearing up for their breaking off with us. They're continuing to show signs of disconnecting from the NATO and Western world, right? Yes, absolutely. And this is just one of the many things that we can say, you know, that's going on. Clear-cut signs of, you know, trouble brewing. We'll put it that way, okay? Uruguay and Argentina have been suffering from unprecedented long drought that has ravaged crops, exports, and water supply. They've got some rains, but too late for them and their crops. The people there have been complaining about how salty the water at home is, and uh, so Uruguayans pray for rain as the capital's reservoir is left with only 10 days of water. And that was a report we got this week. That's serious. That's super serious. It's dire. Yeah, dire. Exactly, exactly. So you might remember them in prayer. They're really in a bind there. And this is, you know, we're seeing this all over the planet, Dina. We're seeing droughts, and commensurate to that is flooding all over the place. And we'll probably mention a lot about the flooding, but it's just phenomenal what's going on. You know, if you haven't noticed this, you maybe need to sit up and pay attention because this is really God is uh, showing himself through the, you know, 
the signs in, in the skies and in the earth, too. Now, we've talked about Russia quite a bit. I just want to note this is something really important. Vladimir Putin has put out another warning specifically to the West. I watched the video, and he basically said in so many words, I'm going to protect my country and my people, and he's warning the West. He says he isn't bluffing. He's not bluffing. And so... You know, I think he does care about his own people, but I, I think more than he cares about his own personal interests. That's my take on it. Yes. He's being pushed by the Western world and NATO a lot. And, I mean, when push comes to shove, I think this guy will do whatever it takes to save face. Okay? What do you think, Dina? Yes, he will. He's very, They're very proud. China and... Uh, Putin and these other nations are very proud leaders. So, yes, he will do what he can to save face. Right. And how do we know? Because we're already seeing it. They're already doing a lot of things, you know, to make sure that their position as a world leader or, you know, that sort of thing isn't, you know, faltering. So they're, they're going to extremes to do things. I think one of the latest things that we came up with was America put sanctions on Russia. Again, we keep doing stuff, you know, like providing munitions to Ukraine. So once the sanctions came through, then Russia put out a list of 500 Americans that were banned from coming into their country. And uh, Barack Obama was among that list. Okay, by the way, speaking of Russia, Russian jets intercepted U.S. bombers over Baltic Sea for second time in days. And so Russia on Thursday announced it had scrambled fighter jets to intercept two inbound U.S. strategic bomber planes in order to prevent them from violating the state border over the Baltic Sea. It marks the second such dangerous intercept incident in merely three days. While such incidents over the Black and Baltic Seas are not uncommon, it is unusual for more than one encounter to be reported within only a matter of days, suggesting the two superpowers are increasingly bumping up against each other in the region amid the unpredictable backdrop of the Ukraine war. Not to mention, you know, the fact that Russia has now moved nuclear weapons into Belarus, right? Yes, he did that. They were planning on moving tactical nuclear weapons there, and so it's happened. And this is my take, okay? Uh Nowhere is this reported. This is just Dina's take, okay? Because I don't think the Belarusian president really wanted those nukes in his country. Probably not. Okay, that's number one. Number two, because of that, now there was a report recently that he went over to go visit with, with Putin, And Uh while he was visiting with Putin, right after that visit, he Uh got very sick and ended up in the hospital. Poisoned, they thought. Huh? They, They were thinking poisoning. Yes, they were thinking poisoning. And then all of a sudden, we have this confirmation that, yes, indeed, those nukes will be in Belarus. Now, there's a connection here, obviously... I don't think he wants those nukes there. And I think he was threatened, threatened to have those nukes there. And um, maybe he was poisoned, you know, later on, you know, there was a report that came out and said, oh, no, that's false reporting. It's fake news. Uh But then there were several other reports that said, no, no, he really did get sick right after the meeting with Putin. So I think that was a warning to him. You better do 
what I tell you to do. Otherwise, you know, you're going to be gone. You're going to disappear like all the other ones that disagreed right. with Putin. Well, here's another headline. Nuclear war warning. Medvedev says Western arms for Ukraine make nuclear apocalypse more likely. Yes, I reported on that. Mm-hmm. We are giving them not only just arms, but we're looking to give them planes, F-16s. Right. And those are very powerful. You know, they carry very powerful weapons, they're very powerful planes. So the kind of a red line that Russia had was no planes from the West to right. Ukraine. And so we are literally saying, forget you and your red line. We're crossing that red line and we're going to give them planes and we're going to give them armor. And in fact, we're going to give them a few more billion, Putin. How do you like that? So it's kind of like, let's let's poke this bear, get him in that corner. And eventually, like Medvedev says, you're leading Uh us to a nuclear apocalypse. And that apocalypse Uh is not going to happen in Russia. It's not going to happen in Russia. Listen to my words. Actually, these are the words of the Bible. Russia is in Revelation. Russia is in the book of Ezekiel. But the United States is not. Not there. No. Okay, so somebody's getting nuked. All right? (laughs) I'm just going to be, you know, I've never held back to you guys, ever. But somebody is going to get nuked. I don't know who it is. I'm not prophesying. I'm just going by what these reports are telling us. I'm not prophesying this. But actually, I don't have to. Because in the book of Zechariah, God already told us that there would be a weapon so powerful that Uh uh, the tongues in people's mouths will melt. Their eyes will melt. So yeah, Yeah, there you go. Right. And, you know, it's it's a fact. It's a statement of fact. Russia is not going down because they're part of this of God's script in the in the tribulation. Yeah, so they're not going anywhere. They have to be strong militarily to be part of that script. It's it is written. OK. Yeah. That's, and, and so that's it shall the way be. That works. And so it shall be. So let's move forward. We've got six point two magnitude earthquake striking Japan. And not good, because those people tend to have uh, nuclear plants around that you don't want to take in a hit, just like Fukushima. But we had an incredible uh, situation. I mean, this is unbelievable. Lightning strikes and claims 18 lives in several districts of Bangladesh. Okay? So, once again, a whole lot of crazy going on all over the planet. Not really isolated in any one place. All kinds of things going on. Like, take a look at this headline. Deadly flash floods hit nine provinces in Algeria. Literally, nine provinces got swamped. That's just wild. Now, I want to talk about this one here. The super typhoon Mawar strengthened to become the most powerful storm on Earth in more than two years. So, in the past two years, this was the big one. And it was the most powerful storm system on Earth in more than that period of time, two years. Super Typhoon Mawar is raging through the Pacific, stirring up 70-foot waves amid 200-mile-per-hour gusts at the atmospheric buzz, saw cruises over warm ocean waters. This meteorological monstrosity could maintain a Category 5 equivalent string before it had come into Taiwan. But this thing was deadly, and the results are incredible. You can see in satellite pictures before and after what happened in Guam, because Guam took a direct hit from this. 
I think it veered a little bit so they didn't get the full on impact that could have happened for them. You know, that was God's providence for them. But, oh, my word, the pictures. It's just more of the same. We've seen so much of this all over the planet lately, right? Yes. All right. Well, in the plains of America, we've had flash flooding and emergency orders issued with a storm dropping 10 inches of rain. 10 inches in one storm. Dina, that's a lot of water. That's a lot of rain. I mean... Typical rainfalls for some people can be one inch to two inches normally. Ten inches, that's just not even normal, okay? Also, Turkey had a devastating storm hit Ankara, okay? We continue to see severe flooding in southern Italy. Also, Spain has had terrible hailstorms which broken houses and windows and houses and cars, extreme rainfall in southern Spain, including Andalusia, Murcia, and Valencia, experienced record-breaking rainfall, leading to severe flash flooding, widespread damage, forcing many schools to close, extreme weather event, which hasn't been seen in a 100 years, particularly affected the areas of Murcia, Almeria, and Elsa. Auntie, you know, they had about five inches of rain in just 12 hours. That's a lot of rain in a short amount of time. And like I said, it's, it's you know, this is the kind of rain, okay, that you see cars floating down roads and streets, okay? And that's what we're seeing in Spain. We're seeing, like, this one guy I saw in this video, he tried to cross this stream of water that was moving through the streets of Spain. And he thought, wow, he's just going to get his car and get through this. Oh, he got into the middle of it and it started moving his car the opposite direction. And he just started floating down this river. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him, but wow, it was... I mean, I can't believe the stuff I'm seeing. I mean, things are really epic now. I think there's that's the word for what we're seeing around the world is epic, right? Yes. Well, let's get back to more news. We've had a big sinkhole open up in Texas. By the way, for anybody interested in sinkholes and what that's all about, we actually have an end time page called End Time Sinkholes. So just go over there and check that out. Villages in Spain's northeastern region of Catalonia were swept by a rare hailstone on Wednesday, leaving streets covered in ice and snow. Eyewitness footage showed a vehicle trapped in the street by chunks of of ice and cars driving along a road partially covered in the ice caused by the hailstorm in Santa Hilaria, Sacalm in the Catalonia region. And the ice eventually melted, causing flooding in some of the homes there. Is that wild, Dina? It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, the pictures really tell the story. I mean, you could just listen to me all that you want, but when you see the pictures, you, it's just mind-boggling. And the fact that they've already had so many other things going on in Italy, they've already had major flooding, and they also had a, a volcano going off, and now they've got hail, and that's pretty wild. This is another one you're going to just go, wow, I can't believe this is going on. I'll just mention this. We did have a powerful eruption rocking Costa Rica's Rincon de la Vigia volcano. That can't be outdone by several parts of Saudi Arabia, particularly Al-Baha and Asr regions, were hit with unusual hail and snow this week. 
I mean, Saudi Arabia getting hit with snow and hail? That's crazy. That's apocalyptic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'll mention this again. We saw a 6.2 earthquake hit Chiba Prefecture in Japan, and tornado touches down near Miami, Florida. That's something you don't hear about all the time. I was going to say, I don't think, I mean, I'm not an expert on weather, but uh, you don't hear of a lot of tornadoes in Florida, I don't think. No, never. That's very, very unique and unusual. Well, here's something new and different going on. This is the trends. I think if you listen to this show enough, you know that we talk about things like the up and coming rise of assisted suicide around the world, specifically in places like Canada, where Trudeau and his gang are really hot for this, right? They're even saying it's okay to do euthanasia on people who report to have issues like poverty. Okay, we've talked about this. Well, listen to this headline, Dina. Canadian Funeral Home Expands Services to Include Room Rental for Assisted Suicide. Killing has now become a business at a Quebec funeral home offering space to carry out euthanasia for a minimum fee of $700. Okay, I'm not kidding. I'm reading this as it is. The head of a prominent anti-euthanasia group said Killing has now become a business in Canada over blasting a recent report about Quebec funeral home charging for patients to partake in government-sanctioned doctor-led suicide in a private room. Complex funeraire, Post Richelieu owner, Matthew Baker, as per CBC report, said his service, which includes the use of his facilities, For a doctor to perform euthanasia or medical assistance in dying, which they call MAID, is a first in Quebec. He added that it's a very personal act that should be respected and done properly. So there you have it. You can join your relative in a special room. The doctor will, you know, help out with the suicide and then you can follow it with a funeral right there on the spot. That is sick. Is that not... Just no words, right? There's no words. It's very hard to come up with anything after that. I mean, okay. I'm not really sure what anybody needs more to see that we're coming into the last days. You know, this is just really something else. But I mentioned earlier, and I'll just I'll just bring this up. Mexico, you know, is having issues with a volcano, the Popo Catapetal in Mexico. Big, giant, 18,000 feet high volcano. Has a thousand foot wide crater at its summit. And I don't know if you've heard this, but the authorities there have been preparing or have been in process of evacuating millions of people because of the spewing massive amounts of ash and rock around the area. I mean, this is very dangerous stuff, right? Ultimately, it's going to affect their food supply as well and their crops in the area. That's what happens when you get involved in this kind of thing, right? That's very serious. A lot of homelessness and everything. Russian forces intercept two British Storm Shadow missiles, and the ministry also said it had intercepted shorter-range U.S.-built HIMARS launched harm missiles and shot down 12 drones in the last 24 hours. So that's taken place this week. A lot going on. Serbia orders troops to border high state of alert over Kosovo clashes. Okay, so these are wars and rumors of wars going on all over the place. And 
The question is, why are U.S. military personnel heading to Peru? Well, the goal of the operation is to provide support and assistance to the special operations of the Joint Command of Armed Forces National Police of Peru, including regions recently engulfed in violence. Unbeknown, it seems that most people in Peru and U.S. military personnel will soon be landing in Peru. The plenary session of Peru's Congress last Thursday authorized the entry of U.S. troops onto Peruvian soil with the purpose of carrying out cooperation activities with Peru's armed forces and national police. I guess they have a lot of violence down there, and now they're sending U.S. troops in for assistance. I mean, is it just me, or does it seem like our own troops are starting to get thin? Because they're going everywhere right now. What do you think, Dina? Yeah, they are. Because we are being spread thin. Um we're over in Europe due to the Ukrainian war with Russia or Russia with Ukraine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we're over in Asia, you know, with uh, South Korea. I think we even help out Japan. Um, we have war games with Israel. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're everywhere. We're yeah. everywhere, literally all over the world. Exactly. And you mentioned Israel. Well, here's interesting. Iran has been developing missiles since, you know, 1980s. And today the country continues to increase the range and precision of its missiles. But an announcement by Iran that it tested a new long-range ballistic missile on Friday reveals the growing threat that Iran's missiles pose to the region. To understand the threat, we need to understand Iran's complex missile program. There is a bit of complexity here because Iran keeps coming up with new names for its missiles, even if they are part of an existing group of missiles. It also has a variety of types of missiles in terms of range and fuel used, even which part of Iran's defense and space industries produces the systems. I mean, the upshot of that is... This is a big deal because Israel's not going to allow this, right? Israel will not allow this. They will, well, they said that they can reach anywhere in Iran and they're prepared. They are prepared for war. They've been preparing for this for years Uh and they are prepared for it. So, um, and if they go to war with Iran, then you know Uh that the other Arab nations will jump in against Israel. I mean, with them testing an ICBM, oh boy, that's serious. It's, it's really starting to look, you know, dicey right now. And I'm sure they're, you know, gearing up and getting ready to do something. Uh, there's no question in my mind. But all the way over, if you go over to California, I don't know if you've noticed this, but cliffside communities are threatened by landslides. It's it's almost every week you're seeing some beautiful California property dangling or about to go off the edge of a cliff because of, you know, the landslides that they're having. We've talked about landslides. Landslides are going on all over the planet. They range from avalanches in the snowy regions to rock slides to mudslides to full-blown landslides. What's going on with that? Well, I believe it's a sign from God that the mountains are coming down. And for anybody who wants more information on that, we please go over and subscribe and like and check out our page in Time Landslides because really nobody's talking about this. But it's really prevalent. If you go over there and check out these pictures, you're going to be amazed. And also the End Times Floods page. 
because all these floods around the planet, they tend to go hand in hand with landslides. Uh, one seems to lead to the other. Well, listen, I'm going to jump right back into Russia because they are like center stage so much of the time. Moscow has warned the West against playing with fire. I mean, I can't even begin to tell people how serious all this is. You know, they have said that deliveries of F-16 jets to Kiev would be an unacceptable escalation, according to Russian Foreign Ministry Sergei Lavrov. But the U.S. and its allies are playing with fire by doubling down on support for Kiev amid the conflict with Moscow, including by planning to provide Ukraine with F-16 fighter jets. And, of course, an unacceptable escalation, Lavrov said, regarding potential deliveries of American-made warplanes to Kiev in an interview with Russia, one TV on Sunday. I think there are reasonable people in the West who understand this, but everything is being dictated by Washington, London, and their satellites inside the EU. And so recently, there has been fire, bombs, and drones uh, in Moscow. I mean, things are really shaking up, even in Moscow. And this is when I think things are getting serious. When it starts to hit in their backyards, I'm telling you, things are getting serious. What is your comment, Dina? Yeah, because it's been in Ukraine. There were a couple stray bullets or missiles that ended up in Poland by accident. But uh-huh. now what's happening in Moscow is done on purpose. Yeah. They're purposely sending drones there. We had the one that put Putin's life at risk at his uh-huh. residence. Uh-huh. And now, you know, it's happening on their turf. So we're seeing more of these right. incidents. So, yeah, this is serious. And they say that Ukraine is the culprit. But they're also saying that, of course, you know, the United States, and we've talked about this, and NATO is in a proxy war with Russia. So this is right. the, this is the thing. If they go on Russia's turf, then who's to say that Russia won't bring it to our turf? U.S. in NATO countries. Western well, I countries. think that uh, I think people should be concerned. I this is really you know serious, and it is Bible prophecy. I mean, we are going to see wars and rumors of wars. We're seeing it. This is it. This is what that's called, right? Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, you know, when we see these things come together, that we're to look up. Yes, when you begin to see these things come to pass, then look up and lift up your head for your redemption draweth nigh. What is that redemption? Well, that's the rapture of the church. Mm-hmm. That's him coming right. for his children. So right. um, it's not the exactly. second coming. It's not at the end of the seven years. It's not in the middle of the, of the seven year. It's before mm-hmm. the seven year tribulation. So we're seeing not only this event, but we're seeing several other events as you know, you go headline mm-hmm. after headline after headline that points us to to the direction that he he said himself at the doors. Right. At the right. doors. That's what the Bible says. I'm not saying that. That's what is in scripture. Well we're coming towards the end of the church age. And that's the jump-off point into the seven-year tribulation. Now, the restrainer is taken out of the way, and the restrainer, who is that? It's got to be God. He's the only one that can hold back evil. And so that's the Holy Spirit. Where is the Holy Spirit? Well, we see him in the fullness 
of the five oil lamps of the virgins that are taken through the door with the bridegroom and the door shuts leaving the other five out who don't have full oil lamps. Okay, so it's very serious. Now, if you want more details on this, what we're talking about, I strongly recommend that you go to our series, Revelation for Beginners. And you can also check out Daniel for Beginners, because if you get those two combined, you're going to have a whole lot more understanding of what we're talking about and what's going on in the world. Also, our recent series that we did, part one, part two, is how do we know that the rapture is close? Exactly. 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 Yeah. All right. Well, Dina, take a look at this. This is something else. Churchill Downs. Horse death toll reaches 12. Okay. For the second day in a row, the 12th time since April 27th, the horse is dead at Churchill Downs in Louisville. That's in Kentucky. Kimberly Dream running in her 61st race was euthanized after she pulled up in an upper stretch so what gives uh there's 12 horses dying at at churchill downs that's you know that sounds very much like foul play to me yes it does i mean these are horses in the prime of their life and so even places like this is uh dealing with evil for more headlines like this head over to our page end times mass animal deaths end time mass animal deaths and you'll see all kinds of stuff going on now i mentioned before about landslides i want to talk about this real quick in pakistan at least 11 people have died after an avalanche that hit members of a nomadic tribe as they cross a mountainous area in northern Pakistan, the country's disaster management agency said this week. And then another 13 people were injured in the avalanche, which struck a group of families at Shelter Top Pass late on Friday. And this pass is located at 4,420 meters. That's 14,500 feet above sea level. And it connects the Astor District region to the bordering Kashmir Valley. So they've had a major avalanche area in that area. And these events continue to go on around the world. It's unbelievable. Okay, I'm just going to say this real quick. This headline says, study shows farms on decline, posing risk to future food supply. We don't have time to talk about all that, but we've got a couple videos on that. If you go over to our Facebook page, which is End Times Famine, we've got a couple great videos. Check that out. Stocking up on spiritual bread, part one and part two. I recommend you watch those. Yes, there is something going on with our food supply worldwide. Yes, it's a concern, but go over and see what God has to say about this and how this all fits into Bible prophecy. So please check that out. Okay, I don't know if you've heard about this, but Christian worshipers who prayed at an archaeological park bordering the Western Wall on Sunday were met by hundreds of Jewish protesters, including Jerusalem's deputy mayor, shouting at them to leave. Did you hear about this? I did. Well, the incident underlines the strains on the relations of religious Israeli nationalists with Christian evangelicals who politically and financially support Israel, as well as the strategic goals of religious nationalists that diverge radically from them on theology. So, you know, this is always going to be an ongoing situation, but it seems to be getting more interesting 
as the protests indicate the feelings that they have towards evangelicals over there, right? Yes. All right. Well, we've talked about UFOs such from around the world. Here's another report. Over a third of U.S. academics are interested in researching UFOs, while a large minority have either witnessed or know someone who has witnessed or unidentified aerial anomalous phenomena. That's what they call it now, UAPs, is from a new study uh, revealed these statistics. And the findings of the study were published in the peer-reviewed academic journal, Humanities and Social Sciences Communications. The study comes amid a resurgence in interest of UFOs from both the general public, military, defense sectors, and from scientists. So this is, you know, ongoing picking up ahead of steam to make it seem legitimate that there would actually be, you know, UFOs, in, which is, you know, also considered alien life forms, or et cetera, et cetera. Now, we know that this is in reference to, you know, the great delusion of what's going to happen after the rapture. You know, the Antichrist is going to explain this all away. Oh, you know, this the motherships came and took these people or whatever. And which they already are talking about right now. I mean, I'm talking the Vatican, I'm talking scientists, I'm talking NASA, I'm talking, you know, even our Pentagon and governments, you know, all the governments, because these things get seen all over the planet. They don't seem to have an explanation. Well, the explanation is if they aren't something man-made, then they're demonic, Okay. That's what they are, because Satan is, you know, along with his fallen angels, are the powers and principalities of the air. Just like in Daniel, when we see the situation going on with Michael and Gabriel battling the enemy, you know, in that heavenly realm between earth and heaven. So that's what this stuff is. It's all demonic activity, all aimed to deceive why would that be so significant? Well, if you think there's extraterrestrial activity, then it's hard to believe in a god. It's causing a lot of confusion. And so that's what that's about. Well, I want to read this headline. This is German doctors are attempting to reverse death and resurrect humans. Okay? And it's a company called Tomorrow Biostasis, focusing on human cryopreservation in the hopes it can eventually reverse death. And so the new Berlin startup has already preserved the bodies of about 10 deceased humans with liquid nitrogen is the main ingredient used to ensure cryopreservation. And so the waiting list for tomorrow, Biostasis, a cryopreservation startup, is in the hundreds. And the company has already about 10 cases with some bodies preserved in a lab. Okay, well, you know, I have something to say about this. Okay. All right. Here's what I say. You talk about a scam. This is the scam of the century. Okay. We're going to take your money and we're going to put your body in liquid nitrogen and guarantee that you might have a, a possibility of being resurrected. Okay. I've got news for people. If your body goes into a state of liquid nitrogen, it's already gone. You're already gone. And the Bible says out of the body in the presence of the Lord. Okay, there's no waiting time. We don't wait. Honestly, this is ridiculous. But what is what a great way to make money. <laughs> okay. Well, and there's no evidence that this works. Okay. There's no, I mean, nobody's the only person there's a f- very far few in people that have come back from the dead. 
with their bodies, okay? Very far few in between. And number one, Jesus Christ himself. Number two, Lazarus. And I know people have died for, you know, a, you know, a minute or 10 minutes or even 20 minutes. Um, and they've come back to, miraculously. God, God has brought them back to life. But no way, no how has anybody been dead for 10 to 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, and just, you know, walked out of their coffin. I'm sorry. It's never happened. All right. You know, there's a really good possibility that the people involved in this scam don't even believe it themselves. It's just a, you know, <laughs> high-end probability that they... What's the refund policy, I wonder? <laughs> playing these people. Let's set up a really high-end, techie-looking lab and pass this lie off and see how many people will sign up. I mean, it just, it's unbelievable. Oh, well. Anyway, just wanted to mention that. You know, here, the state of Nebraska is in one of these amazing situations where part of eastern Nebraska is begging for rain. I mean, southwest Nebraska has seen way too much of it over the last 24 hours, up to 10 inches of rainfall in 24 hours. The National Weather Service issued several flash flood warnings for portions of Hitchcock, Hayes, Red Willow counties. And other flood warnings are in effect in parts of Dundee, Chase, Hayes, Hitchcock, Red Willow, and Frontier counties. So we've got some parts of Nebraska that can't get a drop of water to save their life and other sections of Nebraska that are absolutely overflowing. Is that not like a message from God? I mean, is that unbelievable? Clear message from God. Yeah. And this is the kinds of things we're seeing all over the planet. It's just unprecedented. Like this headline, Mongolia was just hit by something worse. Dust and snowstorms in the Mongolian provinces of Sukh, Batar, and Kenti killed 290,000 livestock and at least two people as well. The overall number of fatalities is expected to increase as many livestock and a total of 127 people, primarily nomadic herders, are still missing. So we've got 290,000 cattle gone, and we have as many as 129 missing people. Wow. Is that wild? So, Dina, I just want to comment really quickly on that, that, oh, we're not hearing that on the mainstream news, are we? No, of course not. All right, well, I could go on and on and on with this news, but since we're running out of time, I want to close out with a commentary about something that's really big in the news this week is Elon Musk. He's back in the news. Does this guy, he just is always looking for news, right? <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he I is. Mean, I mean, I... I, I think if I didn't see something about him, I'd wonder what was going on. But once again, he makes headlines, and here's the latest. He's got all these, you know, projects he gets involved in with rockets and cars. But, you know, most recently, he's involved in something called Neuralink. And that is actually inserting something to connect the human brain to computers. Now, here's the big headline. The FDA has approved Elon Musk Neuralink as the race to begin microchipping humans is now officially underway. Okay, that's a headline. So this group has gotten FDA approval for this Neuralink brain chip. 
that will function as a bridge to, you know, this is all Mark of the Beast activity that we're looking at here. Yes, it is. Absolutely. And for anybody who doesn't know very much about what is going on, you know, I highly recommend you go over there and just check some of this out. But I want to tell you what it is. It's kind of an oval, I want to say about the size of a quarter that has a microchip in it. And they literally will bore a hole. And I think they've already done this on people, but they will literally bore a hole like in the top of someone's skull about the size of a quarter and insert this object and then, you know, uh, close it up and, you know, put the, the, the skull cap back on or whatever. And this is just disgusting. I mean, and they, you know, wire this to the human brain and all of this. And here we are. We're coming into June here of uh, 2023. But do you know that in December, as recent as December of 2022, that Elon Musk was being hit with potential lawsuits and threats of investigation for animal abuse having to do with the same technology? Yes. I heard about that. Elon Musk brain chip company Neuralink is under federal federal investigation of animal welfare abuse and that was a report from Reuters. Now the company have reportedly killed roughly 1,500 animals since 2018. Many deaths were allegedly avoidable and employees told Reuters they felt rushed due to Musk pressure cooker work environment leading to careless errors. What are we talking about? We're talking about you know causing needless suffering and deaths and of animals we're talking monkeys we're talking mice and and that kind of thing rats probably and we're talking pig they were being investigated you know for violations of an animal welfare act and you know people are probably saying to me well susan you know isn't it better that they do these researches on animals before humans well i'm saying that they were under investigation for animal abuse as recent as december of 2022 and here we are a few months later and they're ready to put this in people's heads now and it's been approved by the federal drug administration i'm like something fishy going on here dina or is it just me no there's definitely some fishiness going on i think that's very fishy that they could have that many problems with animals and now it's okay for you know to to start doing this with humans it just doesn't make any sense at all on any any day of the week i want to add something about elon musk and Neuralink. if you are watching a lot of interviews and and comments he's making on his platform twitter you will probably see that he's been very outspoken against artificial intelligence and he's gone on record basically saying that the human race is in trouble because artificial intelligence is gaining speed rapidly and and outmoding humanity, which, of course, we know is ridiculous because God is greater than all humanity combined on any given day of the week. So that's not an issue that we should be concerned about. Absolutely not. But it is the reason that he's using to push his neural link on humanity. He's saying if people can hook into computers with his product like the Neuralink, then, you know, humanity can not not only be taken over by artificial intelligence, but be part of it. That's his solution for what he says is a problem. And what I say is stay on the script. 
of the Bible. The Bible does not really mention anything except, you know, it talks about worshiping graven images and things of that nature. But, you know, God's got the script written, and it's not Elon Musk's script. And so I just want to mention that. But that's the excuse he's using to make people feel like this is something that they have to participate in. So I just wanted to mention that. And I just want to say that stay away from it. You guys, stay away from these chips that are inserted into people's bodies. All right. Um, it's not necessary. You don't need them. And it it is leading to it. Well, it is a mark of the beast technology. Yeah, it's not it's not of God on any level. It's it's evil. It's demonic. It's uh, satanic. It's not of God. So steer clear of it and stay in your Bible and let the Holy Spirit lead you. Right, Dina? That's right. Amen. But I have to say that I clearly believe that we are so close to coming into the end of the church age and the kickoff of tribulation. But first, the rapture. And so, again, like I have said before, please go to our Revelation for Beginner series. If you have time, I think you'll get a lot from it. We do a line-by-line study, and we look at how the things that we're reading and seeing in the news and in the world around us indicate that the Lord's return is so close. It's a privilege to be part of the program with Dina to be able to talk about these things with you. So I'm asking you to share this with your friends and family and consider turning your life over to the Lord Jesus today. Like, do not wait. Do not wait. Tomorrow may be too late. Even if the Lord weren't to return tomorrow, we don't know. You don't know if you're going to make it across the street. You don't know, you know, if you might not be in a car accident. Of course, we don't wish that upon anyone, but we've got to be ready because only God knows what the future holds for each individual. And so I strongly recommend that you not make the biggest mistake of your existence, your eternity. You know, Dina, I often say that I believe people do not turn their lives over to the Lord so much of the time because they can't comprehend eternity and what a mistake it would be to enter eternity without a relationship with Jesus Christ. And just how long that is, that's that's never ending. There's no do-overs. You can't, you can't come back. And so... You know, we need to take this so seriously. So we're, you know, really pleading with you. And uh, we have a lot of material. If you have questions about these things, you know, we guarantee that you can find a lot of information over on some of our our pages. We've got a group called Rapture is Very Soon. Head over there and and check that out. We've got, Dina, we actually have 130,000 over there now. We have a lot of people that have... uh, joined us over there so daily we post new information about the coming rapture what god has planned for the church Praise so god. i guess well you know you'll have to come back next week to see what happens in the next seven days right <laughs> if we're still here we're still here yeah <laughs> <laughs> well susan thank you so much for sharing all of these headlines and interpreting what they mean and um Thank you to all of you for tuning in to the show. It will be available on our YouTube channels, so Susan's Marriage Supper of the Lamb and my channel, as well as our Rumble channels, our BitChute channel, and it's also available on podcast. And um, those links will be below this video. 
and uh, come and visit us on Twitter. We have a, a an account on Twitter as well as the Jesus 24-7 show on Facebook. Help us build up these uh, accounts, you guys. So the more people that subscribe and like the page and follow the pages, the more people will know about Jesus in these end days. So I invite you, come and visit us and comment. I want to hear from you. Susan wants to hear from you. We love hearing from you. So comment at, uh, below this video. And I think I'm going to turn it over to you, Susan. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, just thank you so much to everybody for your ongoing prayers and support. You know, we want to thank all the people involved in what we do. There's so many people involved in this ministry work. We couldn't name all of them, but, you know, people who do video production work, people who do translations, language translations, people who do administrative work. I mean, we just so appreciate our Christian brothers and sisters who come alongside us and help us do what we do. And without them, we couldn't be doing this, Dina. So I just want to give them a, you know, a big shout out and thanks. Thanks to you, Dina, for all your hard work as well. Please join us next week as we bring more news. So with all of that said, I also want to add that Susan has a new website called endtimesprophecycatalog.com. I want to send out a huge thank you to Michael Parker, who has uh, built this website and did a tremendous job on it. So thank you to Michael. But Come over and visit that site because over there you'll see uh, details about our show. You're going to uh, be able to, it's kind of like an everything, you know, um, you'll see our specials on there. You're also going to see, you know, uh, Susan's books that are available in several different languages and you can download those for free right from her website. You'll be able to see um, other uh, specials that she has on there, lots of other uh, resources and material from other authors as well. So come on over. I will leave a link for you guys and check it out when you have some time. I would just very much also like to let you know that we are still going to have our former website, which is really great. Uh, we're actually having two websites. I don't know how many websites. We have got websites for every book we have, and we're keeping our other website. Uh, absolutely no reason to not keep it, but we have decided to get our own URL and all of that with the new website and so the other website is awesome as well and everybody who was you know participated in that you know the missimers delphi and jeff missimer had done so much on that project and everybody else that's done anything with so many names we can't even mention them but we do thank everybody and so i just wanted to interject that dina awesome yeah so two amazing websites. Come on over and visit everybody. With all of this said, thank you again to Susan. Thank you to all of you. And we will talk to you soon. God bless. <laughs>